0: welcome to the pivot to your passion podcast i'm jess your host This is the podcast where we dive deep and we talk about life, the good, the bad, and the ugly. We discuss all things life, parenting, mental health, and money. You won't want to miss a single episode. A little bit about me. Well, my husband and I, along with our three boys, paid off $100,000 of debt in less than two years. I happened to have a huge mental health breakdown right before this happened. And so things were a little chaotic to say the least. So now I want to share with others. I want to share with you how to navigate life without the stress and overwhelm. So let's dive on in. In today's podcast episode, we are talking about budgeting for irregular income. So today we're diving into how to budget when you have an irregular or not the same income or paycheck from week to week and month to month. Many people are challenged because their paychecks are not the same every time. Bartenders, waiters, farmers, business owners, freelancers, seasonal workers, hair salon, the list goes on and on. So it can be difficult to plan your life and money and your budget around an irregular income, but there are ways to make this easier, and I will walk you through how to do this. So by creating a budget and planning ahead for the future, your short-term, long-term goals, this will help keep your stress levels low, your budget on point, and your savings increasing. So my husband is a farmer. So he falls into this category that he makes an irregular income. Some months are good months, some months are bad months. So we personally create our family budget based off of his bad months or his lowest months. So there's multiple ways to budget for irregular incomes. But I personally would rather budget off of a low income month and pay. Put the extra income, the additional money that you get on those better months into savings or onto debt, than to budget for a good month and be short for our bills and expenses certain months. So, for example, let's say over the past four months, you've brought home $4,000. Uh, $3,700, $3,900, and $4,100. The way I recommend basing your budget off of is the $3,700, so that lowest monthly take-home paycheck or income. That means that for the most part, you will always be on a good track and in the positive numbers with your budget. Because that is the lowest amount you've made. Now, I gave you four months. I suggest looking at your income over the past six or more months if you're able to. Um, But just for ease of this uh, podcast and hearing all these numbers, I chose to just give you an example off of four months. Now the months that you make over that say $3700, you would put that extra money onto your debt repayment or into savings. You want to make sure that if you are or you want to make sure that you are planning ahead for your future expenses. You want to prepare and have a plan and save for things that aren't monthly expenses but that you will that will need to be paid. For example, annually or biannual insurances, auto registration, Amazon Prime, Sam's Club, or Costco memberships. Let's say you've got uh, your kids in sports or yourself and there's on upcoming sports registrations, holidays, car maintenance, car repairs, home repairs, the list goes on and on. So when you make that extra income above the $3,700 in our example, try not to automatically spend that extra money or that extra income on non-essentials. Try putting some of that income into your savings buckets or accounts or the sinking funds, whatever you want to call it, and plan and save for these upcoming expenses. Now I'm going to go through a quick list of pros and cons to having a regular income. So let's discuss those now. So some pros to having it, a um, regular income, was you may have a potential for higher earnings. So some professions with irregular income, such as sales, um, salespeople, freelancers, Have the potential for high earnings. You can earn significantly more than, say, if you were on a fixed salary, if you put in the effort and it works in your favor. Flexibility. Irregular income often comes with increased flexibility. You might have control over your work schedule and projects, which can lead to a better work life balance. If you are a business owner, entrepreneur, irregular income can be common for these um, businesses or a type of um, business owners. But you also have the potential to grow your business and create a lot of wealth. There could be some tax advantages and the ability to pursue passion. So a regular income can be a suitable choice for those who want to work in fields that they're passionate about, even if those fields traditionally have unpredictable earnings. For um, example, seasonal work. Okay, some of the cons or the not-so-good things is, of course, the financial instability because you aren't sure what your income's always going to be. It's kind of a feast or famine cycle, so it can make it challenging to cover monthly expenses consistently. Uh, so then that makes budgeting challenges hard because your traditional budgeting methods uh, may or may not work so again that's why I suggest budgeting off of a low um, estimated or anticipated income lack of benefits sometimes um, employees or they don't have the benefits like health insurance retirement plans and paid time off in these type of positions that is not always the case. Uh, difficulty in financial planning, so especially for those long-term financial goals such as retirement, because your income may be a little more uncertain. Stress and anxiety. I had a lot of stress and anxiety before we created our budget and plan for our money, especially with my husband's irregular income. We never knew what his income for that month or the next few months was going to look like. So again. Uh, finding that low income month, or you could do an average. I'll talk about that in a little bit. But you could. Um, it will help you to create your budget, plan financially, and have that have less stress and anxiety. And there may be some credit and loan challenges because depending how long you've been in this. Um, uh, job-specific job of irregular income, it can make it more challenging to access credit or loans, and lenders may view it as a higher risk. Again, that's not always the case, but that could be a potential con to having an irregular income. Again, that is why creating a customized budget is essential for those of us whose paychecks are irregular. Now I want to share a little story with you here about someone who really did an awesome job at um, managing her irregular income. So I know a gal, she is a business owner, she owns her own hair salon, and she would create her budget off of her baseline salary income from her salon. She would then save all of her tips she got and put them into her safe, all of her cash tips that she got, she would put into her safe. Her and her husband then, um, after a few years, wanted to buy a camper. And they did not want to take out a loan for the camper. So she said, well, let's see how much money is in the safe, and we'll spend that on a new camper. So she counted her tip money. And she'd been saving for quite a few years, maybe four or six. I'm not exactly sure how many years, but a few. And she counted up the money, and she had, wait for it, $18,000 18 thousand dollars in cash in her safe yes from working a hair salon or owning a hair salon working in hair and and makeup and you know all the things in a little town in Wisconsin she had eighteen thousand dollars in cash in her safe so they went out and they bought themselves a really nice camper in cash. So she was able to cover their bills, save money, and stick to their budget off of her base pay and then her husband's pay. This is just amazing. And it goes to show you that we can budget off of a certain number, make the numbers work, and then that extra income. She basically didn't count on her tips for her budget and uh, bills and spending she saved that up and they were able to buy a very nice camper for her and her family so By creating a budget based off of your lowest practical monthly income, you will have so much less stress and overwhelm. Creating a plan, yes, that's your budget, will allow you to live life more freely. You can make your budget as restrictive as needed, but your budget doesn't have to be super restrictive unless you need it to be. If you need help creating your budget, sticking to it, paying off debt, or building your savings, I would love for you to reach out to me. I love it everything personal finance related, you can head on over to jesswaynecoaching.com for more information. I also have my financial mission membership program that is super reasonable where you will connect with me, you'll connect with others, others that are in the same situation or likely around the same situation as you are. You'll get a library of resources that you can binge right away. The membership includes two live webinars each month and printable templates to keep you on track and motivated with your money. So be sure to look into that. It's super affordable. As far as budgeting goes and tracking your spending, I recommend using whatever works best for you. So that may be a paper and pen, might be an Etsy spreadsheet or a different spreadsheet, or I've used and recommend the Every Dollar app. I personally use the free version. There's a paid version, but I've gotten by for these years with the free version. I um, have also heard good things about You Need a Budget, so that's Y-N-A-B. I have not used that, but I have heard really good things about that. Just so you know, you do not need to buy a super fancy, expensive budgeting planner or spreadsheet, at least especially not when you're just getting started and not when you have debt you're trying to pay off or money you're trying to um, save into your emergency fund. I want you to keep it cheap, keep it whatever works for you. The point is to just start using it right away. So when I use the every dollar app or my spreadsheet, because I've kind of transitioned more into my spreadsheet, I have my computer with me, my laptop with me, almost everywhere I go. But if you're using something that is, um, that's with you wherever you go, which is what I recommend, I put in my spending or my expenses in real time. So when I'm filling up my car with fuel, I put in that transaction right then and there. So, I, while my car is filling up, I'm putting in my app or in my spreadsheet that I'm buying fuel for my traverse, and then I wait till it's done filling up, and then I put in the amount that I um, just spent on that. Purchase. If I buy groceries, I put in the amounts right when I get out to my vehicle or if I'm doing uh, pickup, grocery pickup, I put it while in there while they're filling or loading up my car. It's easy and quick to do, but it does take a little bit of time to get in or a little bit to get into the habit of doing it. Okay, back to budgeting for an irregular income. Now, let's say you're creating your budget based off what you anticipate being the lowest amount of money you will make for a month, and you end up making less than that, so less than, say, that $3,700. What happens then? Well, that's a great question. That may happen. So you need to prepare for that, and that is why it is so important to have an emergency savings fund in place. Each paycheck, you should be allocating or sending some of that money into your emergency savings account, even if it's only $10. I do recommend getting your starter emergency fund to at least $1,500 as quickly as possible. Then, depending on if you have high interest rate debt or depending on what your goals are and your comfort level, you can be slowly increasing that amount in that's in your emergency fund, but put more effort into paying off of your debt, especially if you have high interest rate debt. Just so you know, I say it all the time. I'm sure you've heard me say it before if you listen to this podcast or follow me on social media. It is not a matter of if an emergency will happen, but when an emergency will happen, so I want you to be prepared for one. Staying on track, financially speaking, can be difficult. Staying on budget, even for me, after budgeting for three plus years, can be difficult at times. I still overspend occasionally and give in to my kids or my husband when they're uh, yapping at me about wanting to buy certain things. Keeping track of spending, uh, tracking your debt payoff, and your savings progress is going to keep you motivated and on track. It was so good for us to visualize our debt payoff progress when we were paying off our mountain of $100,000 of debt. Having a budgeting buddy or an accountability partner will be key for you as well. Okay, because we budget off of my husband's lowest income, we tend to find ourselves with some extra income at times, which let me tell you, feels great, I'm not gonna lie. But again, we have to be careful not to spend it all on things right then and there. We need to put it into savings for future expenses, like I shared with you earlier. But sometimes we do find ourselves being able to use some of that money for some other um, purchases that we want. We just did this recently when we went out and bought a new mattress, for our bed that, we, that we've that we had the same mattress since we have been together. So about 15 years and it was time for a new one. Okay. So to recap, I want you to create your goals. I don't think I talked about that in the beginning, but I'm a big advocate for creating goals, life goals and money financial goals create your customized budget plan it off of your lowest income you anticipate and then use the extra income to pay off debt build up your emergency savings account and then use and then put it into your short-term and long-term goals you could also budget off of an average so with those same numbers I shared earlier those four month, um, paychecks. The average income off of those would be $3,925. So that would give you a little bit more money to budget for each month. You would probably end up being okay without going into the red or negative too much, but I would only suggest this... Um. To budget this way, if you happen to have a larger emergency fund, I personally just feel uh, safer and a little more secure, financially speaking, with budgeting off of our lower monthly income instead of the average. So then, hopefully, I would never go into the red or negative, so to speak. The thing is, is people tend to go into the red or negative during the month just by overspending. So I want to make sure that you are budgeting off of a low number instead of a higher number so you don't add to the possibility of going into the negative even more and more often. So if you haven't already, start creating your budget today. Sit down with your partner. If you have someone who you have combined finances with, have a calm and honest open talk and communication about your goals and the steps needed to get there. Then begin tracking your spending, Now, you won't have to track every single dollar forever, but in the beginning, it's super important to track your spending very accurately for at least three months. This way, you will know where you are spending your money and where you could cut back on if needed. Until next time, friends, thank you so much for tuning in to this podcast. As always, make today a great day. We have so much to be thankful for. Hey there. If you are loving this podcast, the Pivot to Your Passions podcast with Jess Wayne as your host, I would love if you would do me a favor and share it with three to five of your best mom, gal friends, or anybody and just who may enjoy listening to this podcast, who may learn a thing or two about life and their money. As always, have a great day. Thanks for tuning in.